What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Live Loud Life Podcast. My name is Dr. Antonio. I'm your host of the Live Loud Life Podcast. Uh, my wife and I, we co-own Live Loud Chiropractic and Coaching here in Lafayette, Colorado. We are just outside of Boulder, Colorado in Boulder County, and our mission is to help families. We want to help make families stronger so that we can build a stronger community. We want to help guide you to the adventurous life that you and your family were meant for. And we do this through chiropractic and coaching. Chiropractic obviously being more of a hands-on approach, more of a clinical conversation, clinical diagnostics. Um, but the coaching aspect is really what we believe is, you know, the the foundation of what our system methodology, whatever you want to call it, is because a lot of this comes around through just coaching suggestions and recommendations. Also, all you know, obviously within that comes into clinical prescriptions of certain things to to eat or supplement, so on and so forth. But it's but it's coaching a lifestyle. It's coaching. It's coaching a philosophy and a found. Excuse me, I got a hiccup. A philosophy and a foundation about how to live an active, healthy life as an individual, uh, and setting an example of a healthy, active life for your family, for your immediate family, for your friends, and more importantly, for your community. So, stronger families to make a stronger community as a whole um, would be win-win, right? And that's what we—that's what we—that's what we want to be able to do. We want to be able to help um, uh, fill in the gaps and the holes that you're maybe not getting from other, from other roles and clinicians. And today, that's in particular what we're going to talk. About. It's going to be a little bit more of a shorter episode because this is more of a quote unquote, um, you know, just discussion around how to lay out a framework and a better understanding of how to work out or or what exercises are, are safe or maybe not safe during pregnancy. This is a very, very common question that we get. Uh, my wife, Nichelle, has created a mini course um, that has some workout ideas, recommendations, and prescriptions then laid out into a workout. Um, she uh, guides and educate educates other clinicians on how to approach this topic as a chiropractor, how to better serve prenatal patients through chiropractic care, but also exercise recommendations and prescriptions, having recommendations with other personal trainers within the community, whether that's CrossFit, whether that's Orange Theory, chatting with coaches and owners and saying, hey, if you have prenatal patients and they're having these types of symptoms or this is happening, here's some better recommendations not modifications, we call them lateralizations. You're just, you know, you're doing something something different or something else. We, you know, we borrowed that term from Charlie Weingroff, who's a physical therapist and strength and conditioning coach. Um, but, um, uh, and also, and also doulas, right? Doulas who are in, in, in midwives and OBs who are directly involved with the prenatal process from nearly conception all the way through having this conversation. We know that exercise is important during pregnancy. There is a number of um, number. There are so many different studies that talk about the benefits of exercising during pregnancy, not only for the mom, but also for baby, which is quite interesting. They're seeing increased cognitive, um, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> Excuse me. Their 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 cognitive output as a as an as a child through as they age is actually better from moms that actually worked out during pregnancy. Now this is this is this is tough, right? How do you define working out or exercise? It's different for everybody, but we want to and and we encourage that, and yet we're sympathetic to the different stages of life aches and pains, 
so on and so forth, which obviously would limit what you can do from an exercise perspective. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a gray area on determining what is working out, what is exercise, what are the physical guidelines or recommendations for pregnancy. And without getting into the like nitty gritty detail of every single thing and obviously every potential situation, if you had this versus this, what could happen? We're not gonna be able to do that. What we just wanna lay out is what is what are we trying to accomplish here? And we want to encourage you to stay as physically active as possible. And one of the things that constantly comes up is, well, should you add something in that you have not already been doing? Let's say for instance, someone just through the stages of life with work and kids or whenever that is, they were not able to work out as much before they got pregnant. But now that they're pregnant, whether they have more time or they understand the importance of exercising during pregnancy, well, would we say, well, you haven't been exercising, so you shouldn't do too much. No, that doesn't, that doesn't really make sense. Now we would encourage not to do too much. There's obviously, you know, a too far swing in the pendulum of the other way. But we wouldn't say, no, don't exercise because you weren't doing something before. We just have to find that those first few stepping tones to help them start to gain some momentum and and give and, and help hold their hand, if you will, so that their technique and they feel confident about lifting it or 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 how far they're walking or whatever that is. And, and, and that's an important co- topic because a lot of times people want to add things in, but they weren't quite ready or weren't doing them before and they then assume that they're not able to do them at all. So you do have to take that in consideration. There is a ton that you can do and that you can still add even though you weren't doing them prior to pregnancy. Now, one of the big questions is, is it safe? You know, outside to contact sports or different things like that, the majority of what you're going to do is safe for pregnancy, right? Um, Rock client, we have pregnant patients that have been rock climbing before, obviously there's a certain inherent risk with certain sports or activities. Um, You know, you could fall off riding your bike. You could fall over running, right? So we're not encouraging any of these by any means. We're just kind of, you know, setting some suggestions, if you will. And, and and so you have to take that in consideration. Now, there are certain things to consider when you're talking about like weightlifting and how heavy and the intensity that you're doing. And if you're doing Valsalva movements, which is essentially holding your breath to maintain a more rigid or stiff torso, as you're seeing changes in blood volume and blood pressure, um, you know, you do have to take that in consideration. And that is, again, of course, a conversation with your provider that is managing Managing your uh, your pregnancy, um, but we recommend mamas weightlift or do resistance training during pregnancy. Again, we we talk about about load management and the intensity and things like that, but you can still lift and do fairly intense things. And I say fairly as a you know as a scale in a wide range um, during pregnancy and see a ton of benefit from that. Now, are we trying to hit one rep maxes and PRs during pregnancy? I mean, some would argue yes, but I would argue why that's not really a, an accurate representation of what your strength is, anyways. So you know you do have to you do have to kind of keep manipulating um, the numbers and the weights and, and the intensity and the sets and reps in order to be able to do it. But weightlifting and resistance training is safe and it is effective. Now, outside of that, there's not a lot of unsafe things to do. Again, outside of contact sports or or things that would elicit you know potential trauma to you or baby based on impact, we've had, again, not against our 
not against our recommend or not a, not our recommendations, but some have tried very just easy skiing because they're in the winter months and they wanted to and they felt very confident about not falling. So you know there is you have those types of things, but overall, again, we're talking about movement. You need to move, and it's good to get your heart rate up, and it's good to breathe hard still. That doesn't mean just because you're pregnant you can't do HIIT training or circuit training or CrossFit or Orange Theory, but you do have to listen to your body and understand certain signs that would indicate that things might be too much, right? Now, those are going to be different for everyone, but a lot of this comes down to, um, you know, lightheadedness, um, you know, breathing too hard, um, certain aches and pains within lower extremity, chest, abdomen, so on and so forth would be obviously like your more extreme ones. Um, if you're becoming pale or anything like that. I mean, again, these are the same criteria though, that would be if someone else was working out or training too hard. So it's it's realistically the same thing. It's just that your threshold level for all those most likely have gone down. And depending on what type of an athlete you were before, you're going to be maybe a little frustrated that you're not able to do the things you were able to do previously, which makes sense. But if you're someone who wasn't exercising before, you're probably going to be a little bit more hyper aware of that, um, uh, of just feeling that that shortness of breath or that uneasiness. So again, we're not saying you have to push through that because we're not trying to set yourself up for a strength and conditioning program to increase your metabolic capacity to increase your strength and conditioning during pregnancy. We're trying to help you maintain a healthy, active pregnancy. Now, walking, walking's great. Walking's great. But in general, we encourage to do something above and beyond walking. Obviously, again, certain things would dictate that you would not be able to do so. And this is, again, any exercise... Any exercise that you do during pregnancy needs to be consulted with and 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 work through and had a conversation with the primary physician who is managing your pregnancy, whether that's your nurse practitioner, your midwife, or your your OB or obstetrician, right? Um, but we would encourage more than just walking. Walking is fantastic. Um, but that's kind of like your baseline minimum, right? Just like our activities, our, our recommendation activity guidelines, we want a few days a week of where we're kind of just doing this steady state, getting our steps in, you know, kind of pushing ourselves where we're huffing and puffing, but still just kind of at that conversational level, but you're not really getting a lot of benefits outside of that. So if you're just walking, high five, kudos. Can you do something more? Can you do some body weight squats? Can you do some body weight, um, you know, good mornings? Can you do some walking lunges? Do you have a suspension trainer where you're able to do some body weight rows? Do you have some bands that you can do some rows with? You know, there's a lot that you can do that allows you to, to get a little bit more out of that. Now, again, this all comes back down to preferences of exercises that you like to do because that's going to allow you to ma- maintain the most consistency, but then also the intensity that you like to do. And we do encourage um, having an open mind and at least um, being being willing to try some high intensity things that allow you to still get your heart rate up a little bit. And it's okay to lift more than five or 10 pounds and not saying that that is a bad thing. There's programs out there where it's all directed around that where it's lighter weight, high rep, but I just don't want individuals and mamas to feel 
like they're not able to do more and or being ashamed because other people are just saying they should back off because they're pregnant. Why would you need to lift that much? If it's within your strength and your comfort and your wheelhouse, that is totally fine. Again, you if you've been doing that enough, you understand the risk reward ratio and having a conversation with your practitioners driven us to kind of help navigate and guide as you start to get further through pregnancies, what things maybe we need to change or manipulate, um, but that's totally fine. Now, outside of that, the question around safe also comes up around core exercises, diastasis recti, pelvic floor strength, so on and so forth. We want to enhance the capability of understanding how to control tension within your abdominal wall and your pelvic floor through pregnancy because the pressure is increasing due to baby taking up more space, but we're not, we're not necessarily we're not gaining more strength, right? And so what a lot of people assume it's when we've seen this is I don't want diastasis, so I'm doing more core work to prevent diastasis from happening. Diastasis recti will happen in 100% of moms. Um, it's estimated that the, at, at week 35, everyone will have some form of it. Now, it is technically not a quote-unquote diagnosis, though, until 12 weeks postpartum because it is a normal thing that everyone will get. So you can't diagnose someone with something that everyone will get. doesn't make sense, right? So after that, though, if you still have weakness or, or, or spacing issues, then then we can have a, a, you know, a stronger conversation about putting a diagnosis on that. But what we're trying to enhance and help is what exercises are, quote unquote, um, not safe versus unsafe, but adding too much pressure or tension into the abdominal wall or the pelvic floor and creating more laxity. Again, as that pressure, as baby's growing, starts to put more pressure on the pelvic floor and the abdominal wall, if you're doing more things that increases the pressure within the, uh, within the abdominal cavity, that's going to push on that separation even more and will push on that pelvic floor even more, creating potential incontinence or um, or prolapse issues and or more bulging and doming within the abdominal wall, stretching out that separation or that gap even further, potentially making the recovery process more challenging or slightly longer. I'm not saying that it will, but potentially. So we do have to take that in consideration. So we go through activation exercise of the pelvic floor, of the abdominal wall, so that you better understand how to control that pressure increases while you're lifting or exercising so that you simply can stay at a management level. And that in turn helps you get through pregnancy of understanding how to lift up your, your older kiddo, having to lift up dog food or anything like that. It's just managing and controlling pressure. So there's really not anything that I would say that's safe or unsafe. Now, things that we would advise against for core exercises is sit-ups, or crunches, um, you know, a lot of those things that create um, like hanging knee raises and different things like that during pregnancy. Um, a lot of those things that create a lot of intra-abdominal pressure and tension, especially during a flex position, that tends to put a lot more pressure on the abdominal wall, the separation where diastasis will occur, as well as the pelvic floor. So, you know, while we never say never, there's, there's definitely a category of things that we definitely urge against because the risk reward benefit and again risk not being injured but risk of potentially putting more pressure and making the recovery process at the on the other side harder is not is is not something that we find to be as advantageous but you can still get the benefits of quote unquote core exercises through full body movements such as goblet squats such as deadlifts um you know depending on the phase that you're in push-ups which are um you know 
a dynamic plank or being able to do a TRX row, which is a reverse plank as you're just lifting yourself up. Three-point rows where you're on um, you know, two hands or doing like a, a, a row on a bench where you're in a tabletop position that's adding anti-rotation exercises. So there's a ton that you can do that still highlights and isolates the core, isolates, sorry, that highlights and will emphasize core activation, but through a full body compound movement. And what's great about that is during pregnancy, depending on your energy levels, it's hard to do all the little isolated accessory and all these separate exercises as it is. So it's kind of nice being able to combine everything so you get more bang for your buck, especially if you're a parent and you're on and you're on baby number two or three, right? So what exercises are safe for pregnant women to do? All are reduce or eliminate for sure contact sports again or contact sports contact activities different things like that the like the the increased risk activities of you know trauma or other things like that um, outside of that you're managing pressure I would definitely encourage reducing anything that's heavy lifting that's um, uh, that's requiring you to do valsalva moves you're having to hold your breath for an extended period of time that changes blood pressure so on and so forth um, but outside of that, pregnancy is a completely safe time to do all ex exercises. We definitely, as we highlighted, urge and encourage, you know, certain things over other ones just, just for, you know, added bang for your buck or full body movement, so on and so forth from that. But outside of that, you are free to do what you want. If you want guidance though, you know, there are, there are trainers out there that work specifically with prenatal patients. Uh, we would love to be able to have that conversation with you if that's something you want to bounce back or navigate, uh, because we do want to encourage as much as we can a very, very active pregnancy, um, through exercise, working out or however you want to uh, describe that. So if you found this beneficial, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, if you have, if you're pregnant, uh, I hope uh, I hope you can utilize this and take some of the information for you uh, and yourself. If you have anyone else you know, a relative, a family member, a friend who is pregnant um, and they're unsure, they've been you know asking this question, what thing? I don't know what things I can do. I don't know if it's safe for baby. Share this video with them. We'd love to be able to provide a better frame of reference and or context to be able to ask better questions so that they can find the workout program or the or the, or the movements that work best for them during their pregnancy. Uh, until next time, guys. Live loud. If you're currently pregnant, congratulations. Um, and we looked. Uh, Look forward to helping and serving you in the future. What's up?